Hey, Basic Brown Nerds, this is Joy Valerie. And one of the questions that people are always asking me is, how do I start a podcast? Well, I've been podcasting for almost three years now. And let me tell you, back when I started, there weren't many tools that made it simple to just start. And lucky for you, now there's Anchor.fm and you could get started right away with tools built in, audio features, and also making it really simple for you to monetize on day one. They will distribute your podcast on apps like Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. So just go to anchor.fm or download the app to get started and make sure that you share it with us. Hi, I'm Joy. And I am Grecia. And we are Basic Basic Browners. Hi, welcome back to Basic Brown Nerds. This week, we want to talk about setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel personally, this is something that I'm trying to work on a lot on setting boundaries with other people, because I feel like I never did. <laughs> like I always am like, I'm an open book and everything. And like, as I've gotten older, I've like realized how much other people drain my energy and my time and I tend to be like very very giving um that to the point that sometimes when your boundaries are disrespected or you know people go too far or trigger something then I think back and then I'm like well I never set that boundary with someone you know Mm -hmm. and like you know people kind of just how would somebody know like that's not something that they can't talk about with you or like cross if you never set that right yeah um and Like, I know, like, we've been friends for a while, and I think that you do a very good job of doing this, right? Like, especially, like, even with me, that, because I get, like, really excited about everything all the time. (laughs) So, it's just like, hey, Gracie, I want to do that. And you're like, no, I cannot, because this, right? Um, But I feel like that's also really healthy to have with other people, because when you set a boundary, like, you're respecting yourself, but you're also, like, respecting the other person to like explain that to like why you don't want to do this or like no this is just something that we're not going to do and you're like oh okay and you know where you stand that like um it's a good example especially for people who don't understand boundaries well I mean I wasn't always good at setting boundaries like I kind of just had to learn but like I remember being younger and like also doing the same thing right like people are like oh let's hang out and I'd be like oh yeah like I have like I would move my whole schedule for Mm -hmm. them and then the last one would be like oh I have to cancel me like what the fuck like I just did all this stuff for you that like they didn't even ask me to do mind you like I just decided to do for them and they weren't even aware and then like they cancel and I'd be like I'll be upset and then like sometimes I would when I would want to hang out with people and like they wouldn't do the same for me I would just be like how is it that they just like say no right and like I started like thinking about about that a lot and it wasn't like I was angry at them for saying no it was more like how is it that they have the power to say no and like I feel like I have to always say yes Mm -hmm. and so then I had to like learn how to build boundaries and then like also in my last relationship like we were always doing what he wanted to do and like I was always expected to rearrange my schedule to hang out with his friends and like his family and then when I would try to like set boundaries like I felt like he wouldn't take him well like he just like assumed that that meant that I didn't like his family and things like that which was not the case like I remember one time I was working at a daycare and so we weren't allowed to have our phones on us the whole time because obviously we're supposed to be paying attention to the children and I came out of work 
and I had plans and like he knew I had plans to do something with one of my friends and it was like the very few times that I would have something planned right and he was like oh I told my cousin that you were gonna do this for her like she's waiting for you and I'm like what like you know I have this other thing to do I'd be like no but she's already waiting for you and it would be like I was just constantly always expected to drop everything for whatever he thought my priorities should be and I think like after that relationship like I learned to um like set those boundaries and um and I've been working really hard on that like since we broke up so it's like the last four years so like that's kind of like why I've been good at it it's like mm -hmm. I've consciously been working on that right and I feel like that's very hard and especially like for me it's a lot with my family like I am I need to be like a very structured person like I need to plan out my time and I think you know, the older you get, the more you have more responsibilities, right? Like, you have job, you have, like, commitments, plans that you've made with other people. Um, and, like, my family doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of are very, like, last-minute people. And I feel like that's always driven me crazy, like, and definitely has played into my anxieties of just being, like, is something going to change last minute? Or, you know, yeah. like, um, but it's it's been very hard because, like, even with my family, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go on a trip, come with us. And I'm just like, I, you need to tell me this, like, in advance, right? Or, like, yeah. oh, what are you doing for this? Like, come come do this. And I'm like, what? Like, please please let me know. Like, I have a schedule. Um, and, and I feel like at first it was really hard for my family to accept whenever I had – I was like, hey, can you let me know? Like, even um, – like, whenever they would just show up randomly. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a very normal thing in Latino cultures yes. to just pop in unexpectedly to people's houses. And you're yes. just like, hey, what are you doing here? Mi casa es su casa. No, it's not. Mi casa needs to be booked in advance. <laughs> I am an Airbnb here. <laughs> Mi casa is an Airbnb. No. Like, it's open for you, but you need to schedule in the time and get, wait for a confirmation email. Oh, my God. I was just, that. this makes me remind, this reminds me of an interview. So, like, uh, what's his name? Dave Letterman has a new show on Netflix, and he was interviewing Malala, and she was talking about, um, like, the, the culture that she comes from, and, like, I don't remember, like, the name of the, her people, right? I don't remember, but she was talking about how, like, in her culture, people are allowed to just, like, come and stay at your house. Oh, for, hell yeah. no. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, a thing. It's, like, if somebody, like, if, if your cousins come, like, they're allowed to come and stay for as long as they need, right? And you're not allowed to, like, kick them out. Like, you're allowed to, she was, like, saying how she's, like, you're allowed to, like, complain about it to other people in the DL. But, like, you can't tell that. That's called cheese bit. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but it was, and I was just like, this sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about it. That's kind of a normal thing. Yes. I feel like maybe, I don't know what it is. Like, I think we were talking about this earlier. And I'm like, I feel like boundaries are a very white thing. Um, but, like, white American thing, right? Yeah. Like, you know, if you go to Eastern Europe or Europe, like, people are very open and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like, yeah, what is it about that? Like, maybe it's because we've been very, like, communal type of people, right? That we have to rely on each other because, you know, like, we all come from, like, like you were saying, like, small villages and, like, small groups of people that, like, how you survive is by exchanging, Right. Um, by sharing, like having that like sharing of time and space and like your, you know, whatever resources you have. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're in this very odd transition of like we're coming from there and we're in the U.S. 
and we are around more people, right? So we're not like in a tiny 20 person village yeah. where you need to share everything. We're like living in cities and we have more spaces that we do need to set these boundaries. Um, I think living in New York, especially well, I don't, in the city. Oh, go ahead. Well, I don't think we have to set boundaries because we're among other people. I just think like we're in, we, we live in a place now where we're aware that there are such right. things as boundaries and that you right. can set them like and you need to because else life becomes way, way too overwhelming um and you're too like overexposed and people take almost you said like how do you say that in english like take advantage of you yes <laughs> you know like if you don't have boundaries and i feel like that's happened to me a couple of times and that's really what made me realize like i need to work on this right because there are people that like unfortunately will take advantage of it um like, you know like i try to be very like pro like helping like people in the community especially mm-hmm. like latinx populations mm-hmm. and like supporting each other and i feel like unfortunately even in our own populations you always have people that might take advantage of that right and like be like oh well this girl is giving up her time like let me try to like take advantage and be like oh like i need help with this 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 and then like you start to feel like it's too much right mm-hmm. um and i definitely had that where i'm just like assessing like a relationship like you know friendships right Mm -hmm. like still a relationship and being like wait am I putting in more than I get out and I feel like that's always something that you have to like assess with any relationship right like any dynamic between people like am I putting in more energy and like more time and giving more of myself than like I'm getting in return right yeah actually for me sometimes it's been the opposite where I realize like I'm the more open one in the friendship yeah and I feel like at some point, like, they don't really confide in me. And, like, obviously, I don't need to be everyone's best friend, but right. I'm just like, okay, like, if you just don't feel that same closeness with me, and then I eventually I feel like I'm the only one, like, opening up, then I also, like, tend to step I mean, it back. goes both ways, right? Yeah, because then you don't want to feel like a drain either. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, so sometimes, like, I do... Well, like, a lot of people, I don't think, realize that. I'm very, like, self-conscious of that. Like, I don't want to be that person that's always complaining or the person that always needs help. Right. But I feel like that's why, like, communication is key in any, like, dynamic, right, between mm-hmm. people. Like, because maybe that person is, is, like, okay with, like, no, like, I like hearing about this, right? Yeah. Because it also depends. Like, some people are that type of personality that are, like, always, like, wanting to help and whatever. Um, or that can handle that. Yeah, right? Like, it doesn't trigger them. But then with other people, like, it might be triggering. And how would you know that unless that person sets that boundary with you, right? Um, Being like, hey, these are things that I can't really talk about, right? But not everyone is as self-aware, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like the type of person where, like, when people meet me, like, they know I'm private and I'm not right. going to let you in. And then maybe I'll start letting you in, right? Yeah. Or, like, I am very open about certain things, but not about everything. So, like, mm-hmm. I might be very open about, like, Ileana and blah, 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 but I'm not going to be very open about, like, some of my other feelings or you know like now people think of me as an open person because like they read my poetry but that's different than me coming up to them and, and the like, podcast and the podcast <laughs> yeah <Hi>. people <laughs> don't come up to us in real life with your problems i feel like i have the opposite problem right well i think you're like a very open and nice person where i am more of a cranky person <laughs> uh, like people just kind of know that about me like when they meet me and then like I will eventually warm up to you whereas like you are warm from the beginning I guess but that's just how I am like as a person but I feel like it kind of does work negatively against me 
because then people come to me and they start telling me all their problems, right? And like all their stuff. And the thing is like, I don't know how to handle other people's problems. I'm like, oh, I think I have like resting nice face. I think I said this yeah. before. Um, but like, I'm just like, uh, 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 I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just like, well, I could tell you like what I've done. And like, I think I'm more open about that, like my experiences. Mm -hmm. But I never know how to tell other people to handle their life when they're asking for advice. And I'm just like, and also a lot of people start asking me that like, I'm not necessarily close with. And I'm like, yeah. why? Like, well, well here's the I think like, I'm like you, I think you, we talk twice. Well, <laughs> so I think you're very open about certain things. Like, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody brings up something about like Instagram, like you, like you have, you know, so much, and like you're willing yeah. to be like, oh, you should be doing this, and this is when you should be posting, and this is when yeah. you should be posting, and so then. Yeah. <laughs> I love anything tech-related. But then I think people think, like, because, like, you maybe give them that kind of advice and, like, they think, like, you're willing to give them all kinds of advice. I guess. But I think, like, yeah, like, emotional stuff. That's the thing. The emotional advice. I don't know how to handle that. Like, I could barely handle my own emotions. Mm -hmm. And guy advice. A lot of people ask me for guy advice, which, like, I don't understand because... We're single. We're, I'm single as fuck. I'm not good with guys. No, I, I never give anyone... I should say, I, dude, you know that meme, the Kanye meme that's like, you should do this, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. the case of us is like, like, I don't give people advice on, like, what they should do with their relationship unless, like, I think they're not happy. Like, if I feel from you that you're not happy, like, I will say, like, well, you don't need to put up with that. And I won't ever tell you, like, you should leave him, but I will be like, you'll be fine if you're alone. Yeah, like, I mean, I just encourage uh, singleness. <laughs> I do. And it's not because I want everyone to be single. I, I just, do. <laughs> really, I just want everyone to actually be happy. Oh, that's like, true. I just feel like you, like people, I, I think because I've been in that place where, like, I was so stuck on one person because, like, he was the person I, like, mm -hmm. loved from when I was 15. Like, I, like, my whole life, I was just like, oh, it's going to be me and him forever. And then, like, it wasn't. And, like, it was, like, a very toxic relationship. Like, I wasn't happy at all. I think because like I've been in that place and I made it out like I know how hard it is to like get mm -hmm. out of it I know how hard it is to be in it but I also know how good it is to like be free from that afterwards right. like I kind of want people to to know that they can do it too right, right. like I, I still don't know how I did it sometimes like I hadn't even finished college. I was, like, really depressed. I had... We had a two-year-old. We were living together. We were engaged. And I was like, bye. I mean, it wasn't Damn. that easy. I wasn't that easy. I but feel like, like you I make I, a I, movie out of it. Uh, maybe... I just want a happier ending than where I am now. <laughs> just because it's not at the end yet. Uh, no. But, <laughs> but like... Um, but, yeah. So, sometimes, like, I just, like, want to encourage people. But, like, I... Like, I... Remember we talked about this? I was like, I'm done giving people advice. Yeah. That's the other thing. Because Kanye meme. I don't know. <laughs> but also because, like... Um, then people start coming up to you for it all the time. Like, right. that's kind of what happens. Yeah, like, I literally had to do this at my job. I don't think anyone listens from my job, but whatever. Um, where I was like, hey, guys, I am not HR. <laughs> you know, I was kind of like, why are people coming to me with everything, you know? Um, and it was like, you know, some people that I do talk to, like, on a constant basis. But then it was people that I didn't. And I was like, who? what what gave you this impression you know I'm like I don't know anything about you like why are you telling me this uh <laughs> but also we don't care about every aspect of someone's life exactly. you know like and sometimes like I may care about somebody but like I don't need to hear about 
everything that's happening in their life. Or, like, maybe, like, I'll listen, but, like, I actually just, like, low-key don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like, well, I mean, I like talking to people about, you know, just their experiences. But, um, I think, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I need to set more boundaries when it comes to, like, people asking me for advice because I don't know. (laughs) I'm, like, I can barely handle, like, emotional advice especially. Like, when people ask me for tech advice or career advice, I'm, like, more than happy to talk about that because I guess it's more on my experience as opposed to, like, emotional and relationship advice because I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, these are areas that I am not very well-versed in for myself. But, um, so, yeah, that's, like, one boundary I want to set with people. I don't know how to do that without sounding mean. I feel like that's my other problem. Like, I don't know how to set boundaries without seeming mean. And that's something that, like, I think it's just something personal that I'm trying to deal with. Because I always think that people are going to be offended by me setting a boundary. And I've realized that that's not necessarily true. Um, Like, I mean, you know, it was something with my family that, like, like, my mom would just show up randomly, right? Yeah. And, like, and this is when I was, like, very much dealing with my anxiety and, like, just needed space to just, mm-hmm. like, decompress. Um, and, you know, because I think that's a lot of times when we struggle with anxiety, we think, like, oh, I'm making all these things up. When really it might be something very small. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for me it was, like, the stress of, like, go- commuting, right? And then yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm, like, making all these things up in my head. But, like, no, there was, like, a root cause. It just kind of gets blown out of proportion in your mind where you're just stressed out about it. Um, So I just needed to come home and decompress. And then I would come home, and then, like, yeah, like, I kind of live with my parents, but not really. Like, like they just kind of stay here sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But I'm just, like, and I told my mom, I was just, like, I would really appreciate it if you, like, told me when you were going to be there, right? Just so that I am prepared to know, like, oh, someone's going to be there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I don't come home, and all of a sudden it's like, ah, seven people in your house! And I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) you know, with, like, the idea of, like, I was going to go home and unwind and everything. Um, So I remember saying that, and my mother was just kind of like, ¿Por qué no me quieres? Oh and I was just like, oh <laughs> my god, mom. You know, and so, I was like, ¿por qué no quieres la familia? No, 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 no los amas. ¿Por qué quieres hacer así? Algo te está mal, ¿verdad? Estás como los gringos que no quieren estar con su familia. So translation for anyone that doesn't speak English. I mean, Spanish. <laughs> you know, it was very like, why don't you love me? Why do you, like, not love our family? Like, why are you, like, conforming to these, like, white American values or whatever. And I think that's why, for me, I always associate, like, boundaries with, like, Americanness. Because she's always, like, these American families, like, don't want to, like, be with their families all the time. Mm -hmm. They leave and they don't talk to their parents and whatnot. Um, And, I mean, like, I think that tends to be more true maybe in New York because there's, like, you know, it's a more urban environment. And even, like, to some friends that I've talked to, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, at 18, I moved out. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, or I'll tell them, like, yeah, I have to, like, help out my family or whatnot. And, like, other Latinos, other children of immigrants, like, you know, we'll say that. And we're like, yeah, we're helping our family out, right? Like, paying back, kind of. And or then, we like, live with them forever. Right. I mean, I think now I know a lot more white folk that live with their parents. Yes. Because the economy is hard and everyone's struggling because student loans but I think that wasn't as common right like and still like I know a lot of friends that don't that parents like were able to help them move out and whatnot but that's not really the truth for most like average middle income people or low income people right um and I think like my white friends tend to be more on like 
the lower middle income and low income area, right? Because um, that's just like the people that I like grew up around and we're drawn to. So we tend to be more like normal people. But especially going to Manhattan and going to work in Manhattan, we are like I am around those like more higher end white people, you know, like, <laughs> not higher end, but you know what I mean? Like more yeah. on the economics thing that I was like, I didn't even know y'all existed, you know? And they're like, and I like summer house. And yeah. like, oh, and I went to like this place with my family. And like, I have a car in Manhattan. And I'm like, what? I know. Um, but well, yeah, I feel like that's, they very much set a lot of boundaries. Well, for me, it's funny because I don't have a, a hard time setting boundaries with like my parents but I do with my extended family mm. like my parents sort of know that like I do what I want and I think like from high school on they just kind of let me do what I wanted because I always I was always very responsible so it's not like me doing what I wanted was me doing like crazy stuff like me mm. doing what I wanted was just like taking on like extracurricular activities like Hello, nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> so I think, like, they, they've always just known that I will do what I want to do. And because, like, they trusted me to do the right thing, like, they kind of just, like, butt out, right? Which, in a way, was good. But then, in a way, like, I'm also, like, not very close with them. Like, I'm so used to, like, doing everything by myself. And, like, I don't really share a lot of my life with them. Um, I think part of it is just, like, things get lost in translation. Like, very early on, like, stuff that was happening in school, like, I didn't know how to share it with them because then, like, I feel like they didn't necessarily have the, um, they wouldn't understand exactly what it meant to me because, like, they didn't go to school here. So then I could mm -hmm. kind of start censoring what I would like tell them. like frame of reference. Yeah, exactly. And so then, like, in general, like, I'm just, like, not very close with them, but, like, I do, I do set boundaries with them. It's like my tias and my tios that like don't understand. You're listening to Basic Brown Nerds and we'll be right back. Hey, Basic Brown Nerds. This is Joy Valerie and I have some really exciting news for you. We have launched our merch shop. So you can go to basicbrownnerds.com shop and rep the Basic Brown Nerd movement. And this is one of the ways that we can keep making high quality content and bring you season three. Yup, we are bringing season three in 2020. And know that when you go to our shop, you're not just supporting us. You are not just supporting the production of this. 100% of the profits goes back into Basic Brown Nerds so that we can bring you more episodes but also because I want to make all of the ideas that I have a reality, events, and keep bringing you awesome content that every time you listen or see Basic Brown Nerds, you know that these are people just like you. That in this time where people are talking so much crap about us, that you know that our community is strong, powerful, resilient, that we make things out of nothing. And to be honest, that's how we started Basic Brown Nerds almost three years ago. We started in front of a computer and just trying to figure it out. So if you've been listening since then, thank you so much. And when you shop from Basic Brown Nerds, you're not just supporting this. You are supporting local business, local Guatemalan-owned business right here in New York. So thank you and feel free to reach out to us on social media at Basic Browners and also to me 
at Joy Valerie with two E's on Instagram and Twitter. I am low-key addicted to social media. That's literally my career. (laughs) I work in media. So I'm really excited to get to know you all, but also feel free to send me any opportunities, any ways to collaborate, to keep making this bigger and keep Basic Brown Nerds going. So see you next decade in 2020. They always want to talk about, oh my, like, why is it that when all of the women in my family get together, all they talk about is weight? Yes. Like, I swear to God. Why? But that's just women in general. Well, maybe not so much anymore. I think I've noticed that that has shifted a lot, maybe just in my circle. Um, that, like, you know, people are like, what side are you on? Or, like, who are you dating? And that's shifted a lot more. And I think that has to do with, like, the environment. But, yes, I think it has to do Diaz. No, I, was, I think it has to do with the friends that we're choosing now. Like, we know oh, that we want, we, we want friends that have, like, a different kind. Like, we want to have a different connection with them, right? right? But, like, all they do, it's, like, and, like, I remember being in college. Like, the first time I called them out was when I was in college. Like, I was very depressed. I also have IBS. And, like, sometimes my IBS gets triggered really badly. And when I was in college it was really horrible because uh three people that I knew passed away it was like somebody passed away in June and somebody in September someone in January so I was like I was I lost like 30 pounds in three months because mm. I wasn't hungry I couldn't sleep and the only thing that would make me feel better was running so like mm, mm-hmm. I'm running a lot but I'm not eating a lot and like it was right. just and then like, growing up, I remember when I came here to the U.S., like, I used to always be very skinny in Mexico. Like, I was always La Flaquita, right? And then we came here to the U.S., and then, like, we started eating, like, that school lunch, and I started gaining weight, and then I got depressed, and then, like, I started dealing with eating disorders, and then I gained a lot of weight. And then I sort of, like, found, like, a medium. And then in college, I lost a lot. And then it was, like... My family was always, like, either I was too fat or I was too skinny. And, like, they were always just, like, finding a way to make me feel bad about my own body. And, like, I remember they were, like, talking about it. And, like, I was literally, like, se me van todas a la chingada. Yeah, I have no problem calling out my family like this. I was, like, when you guys are perfect, then you can talk to me. I was, like, but all you guys ever do is you go on, like, some crazy, like, sopa de col diet where you lose, like, 40 pounds, and then you go back to eating like a normal person, then you gain it back. Like, I am trying to find, like, an actual healthy lifestyle that's not just about how much I weigh, and it's not about fitting into a dress for, like, some quince or some wedding. Like, I just want to be healthy, like, all the time. And they were all like, oh, okay. And then, like, they kind of stayed away for, like, for a while. And then, like, I had my daughter, and then, like, I gained weight after Right. And then, like, they kind of, like, said something again. But, like, I have, like, again, I have no problem sending them straight. But uh, notice it's always the tias that are not, like, perfect looking, you know? Because I think going back to, Perfect according to what society says, right? But I think it's, like, sort of going back to the whole, uh, like, when we did a Yagnobio episode where, like, these are the conversations that they default to because, like, they don't really talk about anything else. Like, they're not necessarily having the conversations that we're having because they didn't... Like, you know, they haven't grown up with this, like, awareness that we're growing up with, right? right. Like, my aunts, like, they they've all have to just, like, do the work that they need to do to survive. Like, they've never had a job because it's, like, what they like doing, right? Like, right. they've always been taking care of other people. And so, like, I understand, like, there's a gen- generational gap right. in between. And, like, it's not that I think that they're, like, no, not smart or anything. It's just, like... 
I get all of that, but at the same time, I still don't need to put up with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the other thing, you know, like, I feel like I tend to um, over-empathize with people. Like, when you're saying that, I'm just like, oh, I should be more empathetic. But then, like, you know, at the same time, you're like, right, you don't have to put up with it, right? Yeah. Like, I think, like, yeah, okay, that's all they might know and might want to talk about. Like, when you only know, like, certain things, you're only going to talk about those, right? So mm -hmm. when you're, you only know, like, being a wife, a you know, being a good woman, like, that's going to be the conversations that you have, right? Or, like, and, going to church every Sunday. Like. Right, and, like, those are going to be the conversations that you talk about that I guess it's good because I think about that even, like, with my own family and sometimes I, like, I think I, in general, give people too much of a pass. It's like, okay, well, I can understand this is why you talk about this and, like, mm -hmm. this is why you behave this way. So I kind of just let it go. Yeah. Because I'm just like, okay, I get it. But the other thing is, like, you know, you do, like, yes, that might be how that person is. Maybe they're not aware of their actions, but you're like, okay, like, they've had a traumatic life. Like, I get that this is where they come. But you don't have to put up with that. No. And that's a big thing about it, right? And I think I was even telling my therapist about, like, an issue I was having, and she was like, it's not your job to help others grow. And I was like, ah. Yeah, You I know, mean, and I'm just like, I mean, ah. listen, like, I think, like, I think in a, in a way, like, it is definitely our job to call people out when mm -hmm. they say ignorant things. Like, it's not our job to make sure that they get the message, right? Like, it's right. just kind of, like... That's a lot of emotional labor. Yeah, like, they kind of, like, I just have, like, by now my family knows, like, I'm really annoying, and I don't even know if they actually want me to be going to any of the family events, because, like, I will say shit about something. <laughs> like, like, when my, one of my... And so it's always like, ay, es que hay que hacerle el cafecito, and like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no. Like, he's a grown-ass man. He can make his own coffee. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, just calm down. And I'm just like, okay, well. Like, and that's why I've been pulling away from my family. Because right. I've realized that, like, even though I love them very much, like, I'm just kind of, like, in a place where um, when I spend time with them, I, I am more stressed out. Like, I don't actually enjoy my time anymore. And I think part of it was, like, Growing up, it was easy for me to just, like, ignore them and just, like, take in what I wanted to take in. But I think because, like, I have Eliana, I'm very conscious of what she's taking in, right? Because mm. she's obviously much more impressionable. So, whereas to where I can go to my aunt's house and just ignore shit that she says, she is taking it in of, like, this right. is what women do. You know what I mean? And so, like, like I have to look skinny. I have or, to look Or, yeah. yeah. And so, for me, like, I think that's why, like, I'm just, like, very conscious of it because you know for right. her is different and that's why I just kind of like need to like stay away and like I was telling you like one of them one of my aunts and uncles came over to the house and they were talking to my brother because like he works out a lot and they were talking about weight and I was like trying to stay away because I was like no tardan en hablar de mi and then obviously they did and then I was like <laughs> okay like I don't appreciate you talking about my weight like right. you just don't need to do it and then they were just like, oh, Mika, like, you're just, like, traumatizing yourself. Like, you're fine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. Right. And they basically, like, brushed it off. And in my head, I'm just like, okay, cool. Then I don't need to interact with you. Right. And so, like, I've been avoiding them now because... And I think that it's, like, you know, that thing that he's like, oh, well, you're traumatizing yourself. And you're just like, yes, this is traumatic. Like, this is yeah. something that I don't want to talk about with you. Because I think, like, sometimes, you know, if you're not conscious about like the words and the language that you use with other people like you don't know what they've gone through right like you're saying a, a lot of times like especially like 
for me as well, like, weight has to do a lot with, like, my emotional well-being, right? Yes. Like, if I, you know, like, when I, growing up, like, my mother would always point that out, right? Like, cause my mom's very thin. And yeah. she's always conscious of, like, everything that she eats, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was something that was, like, kind of, like, passed on to me. And then, like, as a kid, like, she was, like, everybody was like, oh, estás quenita. Like, estás flaquita. And I was like, oh, my God, I was never, I was always too skinny or I was too chubby, yeah. right? And I'm just like, ugh. And I was always, like, a chubby kid. And then I did track. Um, so I was running, running, running every day in mm-hmm. high school. And I would, like, only eat cookies. Like, that was yeah. all my meal. Like, for lunch, I would eat cookies and water, which is, like, really unhealthy. Yeah. Like, now I'm just like, that was, like, an eating disorder. Like, yeah. you know, very, like, always, like, okay, you can't eat this. And, right? And I feel like as women, especially, like, we're told we have to look a certain way that, like, it's very you know, like, if you keep putting those, like, yeah, that ideal onto them, especially, like, our mothers, right, the women in our family, because that's what they were told, and then, like, it kind of gets passed on. Like, the dieting culture is, like, insane. Like, like I was mentioning, like, they have all of these weird... just women. They have... too, you know, like... (laughs) Well, I mean, Honestly, in my families, I don't really yeah. see it in the men as much. I see it a lot in men that I'm friends with or around because I work in, like, a male industry. But not, obviously, like, when I'm growing up, it was always the women, right? Like, that I was yeah. around. I think it's because, like, the men, most of the men in my family work very physical jobs where, like, mm. they just, like, more, tend to be more slimmer because, like, their job is so physically right, demanding. Right. And I think in Latino culture, it's very much, like, feed the men, right? Like... Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, always. That, like, it's weird, because even, like, seeing, like, my white friends and being in, like, around white men, and they're just like, no, it's fine, I won't eat this. I'm just like... Like, part of me is just like, I don't understand. Like, like yeah. I'm like, can you have more food? Like, why are you not being fed? And I have to, like, hold myself back, because I'm like, do not feed the men, you know? Like, yeah. But I'm also just like, can you eat more? Like, honey, what's wrong with you? Like, I need you to eat. And I'm like, that's so ingrained in me. But that's, like, the thing. It was like... I and it's also unattractive when I see a man that doesn't eat too much, but that's a whole other thing. Really? That's I feel weird. like it's because, I don't know, like, maybe it's, like, because of You've how I grew up. You've internalized Yeah, and I'm just like, you need to eat. Well, and also because I eat a lot. Uh, so then I'm self-conscious if, like, a guy doesn't eat too much. Like, I and also... And then, like, then you feel like you can't eat as much as you want. Right. And then I'm like, oh, you're judging me because I'm such a fatty. And I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. I embrace it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's, like, a whole other thing. Like, sometimes I definitely, like, overeat when I'm bored. Um, yeah. And that's, like, something I need but to work like, with. <laughs> but then, like, that's, like, the other thing. Like, I have this quote that, like, I posted. And every time it comes on my Facebook memories, I repost it. And it's, like, Diaz will tell you to finish your plate and then they will talk to you about diets like oh yeah it's just like no estás comiendo. yeah it's like oh, oh mija come this come that like and it's no, kind of no, like don't say namas un poquito namas un poquito and then they're like oh yeah pero like uh, last time i saw you blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like oh uh, my god even like, my dad does this a lot to me and it's so annoying and it doesn't bother me anymore because I've definitely set that boundary where they're, like, when they comment on my weight and, like, mm-hmm. my weight gain, like, I make it very uncomfortable for everyone because <laughs> I, like, point out, and I was like, yes, I am taking medication. It has changed my weight, like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing as best as I can, but I also have all these time and I need to build it in, right? So then I just make everybody super uncomfortable. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a very, like, my, my coworker uh, was, like, Oh, like, what are you doing? Like, your skin looks so nice. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, flips hair, antidepressants. Like, <laughs> because I was feeling better. Like, my appearance was also right, better, right. right? And so then, like, I just, like, tell people the real thing. And I'm just, like, right now that I'm, like, working out again, like, I probably lose, like, some weight, like, 
once the weather is right. like warm and then I'm just like waiting for people like what are you doing and I'm just gonna be like oh my anxiety is under control <laughs> <laughs> no but I feel like that's something you know like for me I'm just like okay I do need to like work on my weight and my body but it's not really like my weight it's more just like I need to work on my health I you need know? to take care of myself myself I'm like I do feel like I'm not at the best optimal place but now I'm just like okay but mentally I'm in a place that now I can take that time to do it right yes as opposed to like I was so drained that I didn't even want to leave my bed you know and yeah was like oh I have so many things going on I'm like I can't even do this or like I'm forgetting to eat that's like the other thing right so that's why my weight is always fluctuating because sometimes I'm like so anxious and overwhelmed that I forget to eat which is horrible and then I just get a really bad migraine and then the next time you eat you just like bloat up and yeah. I'm like uh it's like a whole process but I feel like that's why like for me like setting that boundary with like my family it's like this is what we can talk about because even when I went to Guatemala like that's even more intense more patriarchy blah 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 yeah. perfect women people look at pictures and they're like oh my god you're so skinny you're like so pretty right and even like I hate the Facebook memories because it reminds me like you know like when I was in college mm-hmm. and I was like really skinny and I was talking to like my best friend and I was just like look at how skinny I was I was getting all the guys I was like I was living my best whole life and she was just like one you still can hoe it up whenever you want and I was like you're right you're right Uh, (laughs) and she was like you literally were telling me things I was like "Uh, you're right you're right and I was like but I'm not getting like the cute guys and she was like that's because you don't want them anymore and they're dumb like you know they're trash and I was like oh you're right you're right um but she was just like even looking and and she was like also Val like you have to remember like you were really really depressed like you were in a really bad spot like really bad place when like you know like the pictures that like I look you know like thin and smiling but like looking at that I was like right I was not getting help for like my anxiety and depression like I would black out every weekend and that's like one of the reasons I was so skinny like because I was just throwing up all the time um and yeah and the other thing was like I didn't have enough money for food like because I was in college and I was like broke as hell that like even at times like me and my friend the girl I was talking to you know I was like I have bread and she was like I have cheese and we'd be like we can make sandwiches like it was that bad um and that was right after I broke up with my like long-term boyfriend at the time who used to buy all the food Mm. because I didn't have money to buy all the food so then we broke up and like my health was like you know like my self-confidence rose up and also I lost a ton of weight because I didn't have anyone to feed me (laughs) but but yeah and I feel like now I'm at this place where I'm like bitch I can feed myself you know and you know I I get bougie and I like trying out new restaurants but now I'm just like okay I need to tone it down because I've been rushing and like get to work so late and I'm trying to change my situation with that and then I'm like oh what do I eat and I'm like let me eat a burger and then I'm like okay okay I need to like tone it down right but it's for me right and so the fact that like when somebody brings that up that's my family that's like why are you doing this and I'm like you don't even know like how much this is related to my life right but it's like yeah I've definitely been like I'll play it off sometimes. I'm like, oh, well, now you're chubby. And I'm like, that's because I'm making money and I'm buying myself good food. Like, we're just, like, we just gotta be, like, Cardi B and, like, let me fat in peace. <laughs> let me, wait, she says that? Yeah, she. No, yes. Somebody, more somebody, her somebody was, like, talking about how she gained weight, which, like, now we know she's pregnant. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, Mind you, she got, like, people were hating on her, like, oh, there goes her career because she's pregnant and everything. And I'm like, hello? She just released an album, got a whole bunch of number one hot singles or whatever, all while pregnant. Also, but, like, can I just say, like, did this happen with Beyonce? 
I do not remember. Because, you know, here's the thing. Beyonce's married and Cardi B isn't. And I feel like sometimes people just, like, still are all about the whole married life. And it's like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Right. She's a grown-ass woman. Mind you, also, she has a shit ton of money. Like, she can do whatever she wants. Like, if she's like, yeah, I'm gonna pop out a baby. Like, cool. Good for her. She can afford to have a nanny and everything that she'll need for this child. Did, like, Beyonce's life slow down after her baby? Uh, no. If anything, it got better. Lemonade. Lemonade came (laughs) after Blue. We are getting, mm-hmm. like, new... I mean, I'm pretty sure we're getting new stuff right now after the twins. I mean, we just got Beachella right now. I don't know. Have you caught up with all the clips of Beyonce and um, Coachella? So I went on Instagram because I saw somebody else had posted it. Um, apparently, you can't search her right now for top hits for Beyonce. Oh, I managed to do it early in the morning. It got, like, blocked for some reason. That's Like, weird. it says, like, Instagram has been reported account this thing. So, like, let's talk about censorship. That's going to be a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But, yeah, so then I'm just, like, I feel like people hate on, like, are hating on her because she's not married and because she was a stripper and, like, blah, blah, And it's just, like... She is doing more than all of you. Yeah, and I, sometimes, like, you know, obviously, like, I love Beyonce, but I feel like Beyonce makes pe- a, a lot of other people very comfortable because she is married. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like she makes people comfortable because, like, she, like did it, like, she worked her ass off, and, like, yeah, but, like, she was, like, never a stripper or anything, right. whatever. Um, I remember when her, for her CD, Beyonce, came out, they were writing about, like, she was very sex positive, like, that was, like, mm-hmm. her embracing her sexuality in a whole other way, but, like, a lot of people were very comfortable with that because she was married, like, if she had mm-hmm. written that. That's true, and, and she's talking about her husband. So. Yeah, exactly, so then it's just, like, people need to leave Cardi B alone. Right, also, like, Cardi B is doing the most, more than anyone, and she is so outspoken, and I think that's the other thing, like, people think she's dumb, right, because she, like, no. talks a certain way. Yes. And, like, she's silly and goofy. And, you know, people are like, oh, she's from the hood. Um, Mind you, she started studying, like, political science, right? And she but couldn't also, finish. But she's smart. But like, you can be from the hood and you can be all of those things. Like, people right. just have, like, a very specific idea. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, you have a certain accent. But, like, also, like, what she's saying to people who understand her is very revolutionary. Yes. Right? Like, she talks about feminism. She talks about inequality. And she says it in a way that, like, the people that, where she comes from, they can understand what she's saying. Right? Well, that, but also, like, obviously, that is stuff. And relate. But those are stuff <laughs> happening in the hood already. Like, there are feminists in the hood. And, like, people, right, like, right. just don't think. Like, she's they, just mainstream. The people just think people, everyone in the hood is, like, on welfare and, like, uh, right. have... Like, have they're all single single mothers and like their baby daddies run away, right? Like, that's like not true. Like, it's so much more complex, right? And like, people are going to school, like, people are getting educated, and even like some people who aren't able to get those credentials, like, that doesn't mean they're not intelligent, right? That just means like they don't have that backing of academia that we like, like, you know, have such a or they don't have all of the access, like, they have to make different choices, right? It's like, you know, anyone that wants to learn and wants to like educate themselves nowadays can right like there's the internet like you can find resources and like people that are resourceful in the end they do find those we resources. need to have a whole episode about this and that clip for the new show and stars coming out be that and how the people were like commenting all these negative stuff oh, and i got we, into a fight with someone yeah so <laughs> this we, is why i don't go into the comments because then i'm like Hell yeah. no! but we should have this as a as a whole thing
But yeah, going back to like boundaries, like you can just set them and you don't have to worry about people taking the wrong way. Like I think sometimes that's just like us being insecure about ourselves. And it helps the other like person, right? And I think especially for people who don't have boundaries, like you're leading by example in a way, right? Like when you set those, because I know when people have set them for me and they're like, oh, let me like check my schedule and let me get back to you. Like for a moment, I'm like taken aback, like, oh, they just said that. And then at the same time, I'm like, wait. They can do that, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I should do that, you know, and I feel like that is important, like. And boundaries are a form of self-care, mm-hmm. and so, you know, just remember to always take care of yourself, and uh, like we always say, like, just remember to check back on you and see how you're doing, and then see what new boundaries you need to be setting. Yeah, I'm all about that. Just Yeah, I think that's an important thing, just checking in with yourself, like, constantly. So there's always room for improvement. You know, and if you don't check in, then you're like, oh, what do I fix? What am I working on? What, where have I come? And that's, like, such a good thing to, like, see that realization of, like, your goals and your progress to just keep moving forward, I think. And don't, uh, don't forget to just let your tears know to calm down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. If you have any questions or feedbacks, or if you want to submit to your version of taking out the trash, telling us about those trash men in your lives, email us at basicbrownnerds at gmail.com. Go to patreon.com slash basicbrownnerds, or you could donate directly to us at Venmo at basicbrownnerds. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to Basic Brown Nerds.